You're listening to KEXP. You can find us at 90.3 FM in Seattle. We're streaming live today online at KEXP.org. Our good friend Ben Harper is here to help us warm up our new studios. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. It is always so great to see you. It's actually been quite a while since you've uh, been on KEXP. Yeah, too long. Yeah, you've been a busy guy, and you've got a new album coming out in April. Are you going to be playing songs from that today? I'll be playing songs from that today, yeah, if that's all right with you. Oh my gosh, we'd love to hear them. And uh, I definitely want to catch up, since it's been so long and you've been doing so much. But you want to start us off with a song? I'd love to. Ben Harper tonight is going to be at Easy Street Records doing an in-store at 7 p.m., and those are free in all ages. A great opportunity to bring the kids out to see some great live music. Yeah, thanks to Easy Street and Maddie and those guys. Uh, the song's called Call It What It Is. Self-control 
We've dug ourselves a hole Call it what it is, call it what it is, call it what it is Murder Got to call it what it is, call it what it is, call it what it is Murder Call it what it is, call it what it is That sounded amazing. Ben Harper is live here in the KEXP studios. We're streaming live video today at KEXP.org. Ben, that is such a powerful song. That is the title track for your new album coming out in April. And I don't want to write it. I don't want to write that. (laughs) I don't want you to have to write it. I want police to stop killing folks in the streets. That's what I really want. I don't want to write it. I don't want to sing it. Matter of fact, I don't ever want to sing it again. I mean, let's get real with it. Let's finally, you know... Let me be the jackass that quotes himself. Call this shit what it is. Like, enough is enough. It's just enough. Like, I just don't... I don't want to have to carry a camera in the streets to protect myself. I wish that you didn't you know, have I don't, to sing this that is, again. It's just enough. Let's just, you know, let's just start breakfast with that. So true. So true. A lot of emotion in that song. Is that the jumping point for the new album? I mean, is that where you started? Or did you, you know, something happen one day, not what you're speaking about, but you're just like, I have to put this into song. Yeah. Uh, I think racism is one of the number one factors that can erode our democracy the quickest. And in the name of that, you know, and with that kind of being the the center of the target, I wanted to just somehow find a way. Well, you, you don't ever try to put something like that into words. A song like that just grabs you by the back of your neck and says, write me. Because it has to be, you know, Somebody's got to say it, so there it is. It is exactly what it is. It's murder. You are um, a very, very prolific artist. You've done so much over the past few years, and after nearly a decade, you're back together with your longtime friends and bandmates, the Innocent Criminals. Yes. And what about this record, or was it just a matter of timing that made you come back together with these friends? I know you've spoken about doing it for a long time. Well, thank you for even, you know, recognizing them for, for the incredible players and band that they are. I'm lucky to have those guys backing me up or I'm backing them up or we're, you know, in it together. But they're incredible musicians. Their musicianship way out, you know, out, out plays the music I write. And that's the beauty of it. These guys are so great that they, might, they make my simple music a little less simple. <laughs> They're amazing players and amazing people. And at the time we split up, we were just all in desperate need of doing something other than playing with each other and creating with each other. And the time that we spent apart has come back into a record that I couldn't be more excited about, couldn't be more proud of. And uh, they're my brothers. And we've the brotherhood was tested because if you really want to know somebody's true character, have a fight with them. 
you know, split up with them for a minute. And that's when you're going to find out who you were either, you know, who you were working with. And uh, first year was rough, but after that it was the brotherhood and the friendship came up the middle and was really what mattered to all of us. And we remained friends throughout the entire time. Again, they were all doing different stuff, as was I musically. But it was too long. We waited too long. But I'm glad we could, you know, get it back together. And, and there's a lot of open road ahead for this band. Well, as you say, if it's a true friend, you can say it like it is. And yes, the friendship yeah. is solid. Yeah. And it's there. I'm trying to think back. You've done so much um, in the almost decades since you played together. And I know you uh, got the band back together, started playing and writing last year. And I'm trying to remember, were there any points in the interim where you got together for any kind of an event? Or was it really... <laughs> almost 10 years since you played together as a band. There was an incredible skateboarder named Louis Marnell who, who died from um, diabetes. And um, we got together and did a tribute song for him. But that was about it. I'm guessing with the many years that you played together and the talent in the band and yourself included, that when you got together, it was really like no time had passed at all. But I am curious to know what those first rehearsals or writing uh, times were like. Yeah, when we got back together to do the Louis Marnell tribute uh, song of mine, an old catalog song called Jaw Work, right then I could tell that there was a spark. There was something that was there. Because you don't want to pick up where you left off, otherwise you're just running in place. And I could tell everybody, and hopefully me, most importantly, because I was probably the one dragging us down, to be perfectly honest, we picked up in a place that was unfamiliar and, and um, new. It was just a new way to create music together. I understand that you uh, you sort of infer it there, but that you started writing new stuff before you started going back because a lot of songs to go over and uh, rehearse and maybe relearn for the band. But there must be 50, 60 more. And so it's interesting that you started by playing new material or writing new material. It turns out learning the old songs is harder than writing new songs. You may as well just write 50 new ones because learning those old ones is a beast. But yeah, we went in, like you said, with, I didn't want to move. I didn't want to start by looking over our shoulder. I wanted to start by looking down, you know, looking forward. And so we went in the studio. I had a handful of new songs. The band had songs and we just went in and explored that. And right away it was something new and different. And I figured we'd be making a record. I want to talk a little bit more about that record again coming out on April 8th, but can you play us another song? I'd, I'd love to. Call it what it is, a new record from Ben Harper coming out in April. After the storm And the skies are blue After everything We put each other through After the rain, wind dries us cold. After the storm, just you and me growing old. And what we remember is what we choose. And it no longer matters to win or to lose. The storm mm-hmm. 
storm and the lightning fires and the last bird has flown from the wire the dust and the mud have become stone after the storm just you and me on our own choices in our words like that bird have flown after the storm look at all that has grown after the storm That's After the Storm on the new Ben Harper album, Call It What It Is, coming out April 8th on Stax Records. And tonight you'll be at Easy Street once again. That's such a crazy song to play on the radio. I'm sorry to interrupt you because there's so much space. It's like a, I don't even remember what I just played. I'd, I'd like to even hear it back because it's like sometimes you work on a skate trick so many times that when you land it, you don't remember it. You're kind of, you you blank. And that, that song's like landing a laser flip. It's a crazy. That's that's. I, I hope I hope nobody tu- tuned out. Hope I didn't just cost you all your your listeners there because that one's a trippy. That's a trip. Absolutely not. If I did, I apologize in advance. And that's not false modesty either. Like that's a crazy song to play on radio, live radio. It was gorgeous. I, was I don't. I gotta hear it back. Breath. I'm. That's. I'm robbed. That one's nasty. We that can, one's gnarly. We can probably help you out there. It's hard to tell actually what you're feeling when you describe that, um, but I love the feel, thought that you can feel such emotion with songs. Obviously, this is on your new record, so you haven't played it a hundred times live yet. But and that's a good point. That's like the third time. Well, let's hope you can feel that emotion. You know, ten years from now, when you're still playing that in concert. All right. I'll, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, that's the best thing you can ask for as an artist. You have such a long career and, you know, you have a lot of songs to choose from. And if every day you can go out there and completely, you know, be engaged with what you're doing, never dialing it in. And as an artist, I never feel like you're doing that as a performer. Okay. All right. Cool. Because I've never felt that I have. So I'm, that's, I'm, I'm hoping that translates. Every show I play still feel like my feel, still feel like the it still feels like the first one I've ever played. That's a great feeling. Long may you continue to do that. And if that feeling goes away, I guess that's that'll be the the signal that it's time to you know do something else. I understand that you wrote and recorded this record in, during several sessions over a year's period. Yeah. What was the intention there? Had you done that before? The intention there, I'd never done that before, no. And my intention there was to actually hear what I was doing clearly. You know, things shift with time and age and perspective when you're young. That's why bands' first few records are usually their best because they're not worried about objectivity. They're not worried about opinion, nor am I still worried about opinion. But when you're that age, you're just 20, early 20s, you know, you're just running through walls. And uh, and you're better for it. And you kind of pick up the pieces afterwards. But when you get older, 
things shift and you're a little bit more careful and you're a little bit more cautious. And not that I am careful or cautious. It's just that you actually see how fragile it all is. And you actually see the risks of running through those walls and you're, you know, you're, um, and you got sore bones from breaking those walls down. And so you reach an age where you have to find a new way to see what you're doing clear because what you're doing and what you think you're doing aren't always the same thing. And I needed to know at this stage in this age, um, I needed to know on, it's an important record and I needed to know, I I needed to know that what I thought I was doing was what I was doing. I've and so pulling apart, pulling away, like doing it. Because every musician thinks everything they do is the greatest thing since sliced cheese. That's just what it, that we just do. It's our role to think that. Most artists of all mediums feel that way. But it's just not the case. So this gave me a chance to record for a week, solid. And when we say, some bands, it takes a week to do one song. I mean, the guys, the Innocent Criminals are, are the highest caliber musicians on the planet. So we can do five songs in six songs in a week seven songs in a week so we'd record for a week and then come back two months later and listen to it again but we wouldn't listen to it in between that time so we'd record record then come back two months later with fresh ears and then some of what we did we could hear clearly was not going to make it and then some of the stuff we knew would i've had the good fortune of being able to follow your career almost since day one and thank you so much for that thank you (laughs) And it seems like, to me, you are always pushing yourself as an artist. Is it important for you to go outside your comfort zone? Is that important for your growth? It's crucial for my growth. It would be too easy to make 10 steal my kisses over and over again. And I could do that. I'm versed enough as a songwriter to know what it takes to kind of craft something that would probably be incredibly audibly digestible and even possibly, you know, get over a certain hump. But I'm just, I'm not going to, not to say that that's easy either. It's as easy to fail with a formula as it is uh, improvising, you know. But it's important to take chances. It's important to surprise yourself. And I'd never want to, uh, I've never really, the songs have a way. When it comes to writing music, it as much writes you as you write it. Otherwise, chances are it's not going to be as good of a song. You know, I mean, the music, your life and your experiences and your unconscious write the stories and write the songs. And so I don't sit down necessarily to write music as much as it's just being written as you live it. You love collaboration. I do. That's clear. You've collaborated with so many. We'd be here all day to list them. The Blind Boys of Alabama, Charlie Musselwhite. Uh, the best. Um, your own mom you collaborated with, which I love to hear. Collaboration number one. <laughs> Tell me about that project, because you grew up, you're like many generation uh, musical family. Yeah. yeah what, did, my- what did it feel like to make a record with your mom? It was coming home. It was, it was um, I think all really, you know, parent mother son father daughter just parent child relationships um they explore a lot of different emotions and different perspectives at different ages and to be two adults and peers musically you know i grew up my mom was a, a working musician so we would you know my brothers and i would you know spend some time in clubs and listening and hearing my mom sing and she's always committed her life to music writing music playing music she's an incredible singer guitar player songwriter and it just was something that was uh, that it was natural. It was kind of like if like the Carter family, you know. I mean, it was it's, we like you said, we're a family of musicians, and it was something that we wanted to do even before I started making records. Really, we've always we've sung together. I've sung with my mom all my life, so it was natural. 
That's wonderful. I Am love... I talking too much? No, it's wonderful. But right. why don't we have you play another song? Right. Call it what it is coming out on April 8th. We are so fortunate to have Ben Harper live in the KEXP studios, and we're streaming live video at kexp.org. Till I drown Heart going under without a sound I try to run but you hold me down Deeper and deeper until I drown Longing is a ghost When the one you love the most no longer has you on their mind on their mind deeper and deeper until I drown heart going under without a sound Try to run, but you hold me down You got me deeper and deeper until I drown Hella high water Then you hold on tight And if you're not mine I will wait all night All night Deeper and deeper until I drown Heart going under without a sound I try to run but you hold me down Deeper and deeper until I drown The branches are black and the tree stands bare Haunted by the bloom that's no longer there Clinging to the ground Clinging to the ground To grow another Just another ring Till I drown So hard going under Without a sound I try to run But you hold me down Got me deeper and deeper Until I drown Oh, that is beautiful. There's so many songs that sound so heartbreaking on this new record, but I feel like it's a joyous 
album. I'm glad that that comes. I'm glad that's audible as well. I'm glad you can hear that because it is. I mean, the innocent crimp, we're in there laughing and celebrating. And I suppose just kind of surrendering to the pain. (laughs) Yeah. You're the master of writing songs that range across multiple genres. And the really delightful thing is you don't do it from album to album. You put it all out there on one record. And folks haven't heard this record besides what you're playing today, unless they've gotten to see you play some of them live Mm. recently. But where have you gone on this record sonically? Sonically, I think we've kind of run the gamut. I mean, that's, I've, I've tried to do that, not even tried. That's just been what comes natural to me is different musical interests and not being intimidated to go to explore all of them. I wouldn't know. I could wait around, I suppose, to make a record in a genre, but that's always seemed like a waste of time to me because I've got all these songs that are of different styles, but they, they, they feel like they want to be together. They've always felt that way, at least coming through me. So I've wanted, I've always not been worried to put like a song like Roses from My Friends or um, Faded on a record. I'm, I'm talking, these songs a lot of people don't know, but they're just the, the heads know it's up. And um, even on this record, a song like Call It What It Is or After the Storm, even acoustically, they're, but you can hear, this is where they start. So for me, why wouldn't they go together no matter how they end up being produced? When I play Call It What It Is or Deeper and Deeper, different styles of music, but when I write them, because it's all folk, it start, all starts as folk music. I think that's the thing. So no matter how it comes out in the production, as far as production value, to me, it's all folk music, just with different sonic treatments. And you can play here, which is wonderful. And you'll be heading out with the band. You're coming back to Seattle. You're bringing the band with you in... Absolutely. They're bringing me with them. <laughs> That's June 23rd out at Marymore Park, a beautiful place to see a show. That's going to be a special evening. And tonight you'll be at Easy Street Records. You got gonna, t- Easy Street, yeah. I'm going to get there maybe a little early, do some shopping. Excellent. Um, every time I'm in town, I always I always go there. and Yeah. I, you, anybody who's still involved in either making music or selling music after this much time is a real survivor. So I'm super proud of them. I'm excited that stores like Easy Street can still thrive. And, you know, and all that said, after 20 years of, Taking the taking the pain and celebrating the good times too. I mean, I'm here too. Like you know, I, yeah. It's a real jewel in Seattle, that's for sure. Well, go early tonight, and maybe Ben can make some musical suggestions for you. <laughs> and he'll be playing a show tonight at Easy Street. That's at 7 p.m. And uh, actually, I understand also you'll be signing booklets for the upcoming album. If uh, people want to get an early copy of that. Yeah, that's really cool to get to actually. You know. Get the, rec- get the new record to people if possible or get it early. Oh, it's not the record. It's just the jacket, though. That's right, but then the yeah. record will follow and okay, you'll be able to cool. slide that uh, yeah. signed copy right in there. Yeah, I'll sign anything, though. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost anything. The new record, Call It What It Is, coming out on April 8th. And you got time for one more? I'd love to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, KXP, for having me in here, too. And congratulations on the new studio. It's incredible, and this room sounds amazing. Thank you. I'm really lucky to be here. Thanks.
wake up feeling like I've aged a year Cause I go to sleep in fear of the dawn Head full of dreams unclear Make the day seem twice as long I don't know how to say goodbye to you I don't know how to say goodbye to you Maybe tomorrow I can start anew I don't know how to say goodbye to you Pass by where we used to go Where I now go alone Everything we had to brave Left to face on my own I don't know how to say goodbye to you I don't know how to say goodbye to you After all we've been through don't know how to say goodbye to you Shattered and chained to our past Battered and too proud to ask Walked a razor's edge, poisoned by degrees Create each other's voids, fill each other's needs I don't know how to say goodbye to you Don't know how to say goodbye to you Well, my options are plenty, but my choices are few don't know how to say goodbye to you Don't know how to say goodbye to you I just don't know how Another song from the new album, Call It What It Is, from Ben Harper. Ben, thank you so much. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it, thank you. Interviews, this first thing, like, for musicians, it's the first thing in the morning. No disclaimers, no excuses necessary. Not necessarily the sharpest tool in the shed at this hour. You know, I'm used to, like, scrambling eggs and running kids. To, at this hour, I'm used to just being in, in dad mode, not necessarily, like, rock guy mode. So thank you for... Um, your patience in, in our dialogue. I was all over the place, and I know it. I know how crazy I am. You're always so generous with your time <laughs> know, and clearly too humble. Uh, it's I, a true thank, pleasure. Just thank you for having me here. And for all the years, KEXP, seriously, musicians, there are so many freaking musicians who can play and sing circles around me who would cut off a toe to be on this station. And for you having me here means a lot. Thank you. It means a lot to us, too. Thank you. It means a lot to me. Thank you. 
You've got a tune to KEXP Seattle. We'll see you soon.